What is up guys? Welcome back to the channel. Wildcard is ready, half my players already gone. I can't wait to show it to you, but first I want to talk strategy. Every game week, we have a list of actions we need to take. What's the transfer plan? Who's the captain? Fortunately, none of my captains have blanked in the first six game weeks this season. One of my favorite techniques for selecting captain is to make this decision right after watching the games, early in the week, and I rarely second guess myself with the captaincy closer to deadline. This isn't one of those tasks that I try to perfect later in the week. It's already done, and I trust that it was a good decision. Then I can move on to the next item, like my transfer plan, which can sometimes change before deadline. Now we know that Salah deserved more points than Kane game week six, but I'm not talking about the outcome. I'm talking about how I avoided the extra stress during the entire week because my mind was made up early on. As it turns out, nearly 90% of managers in the Elite 64 League captain Salah, less than 10% captain Kane. What's interesting is that 50% of the top managers in the game, in the top 10k, chose Kane as captain, but only 9% in the Elite 64. He was coming off 32 points in the previous two game weeks, 5 goals, 7 assists in 5 games, fully rested in Europe midweek, and Burnley had injuries to key defenders. How do you explain that just 9% in the Elite 64 captain Kane versus 50% in the top 10k? Do you think FPL influencers work together on key decisions? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. So here we go, game week 6 review. 49 points, 1 point above the average, but I took a negative 4 hit for Emmy Martinez and PVA. Both blanked. I sold Alex McCarthy 6 points, Reese James 8 points. Upper 90 Studios dropped to around 415k in the overall rank with close to 370 total points. Emmy Martinez 3 points. I underestimated Leeds United, who outplayed Aston Villa and deserved to win by more than 3-0. Leeds have been playing with so much spirit all season, they're scoring goals and they're fun to watch. PVA 1 point. On the previous video, I laid out three possible scenarios, and it was none of them. It was option four. Mitchell started, PVA came off the bench to replace Nathaniel Klein. Mitchell switched to the right, PVA on the left. Mitchell two points, he was unlucky. Two clean sheets wiped out in stoppage time in his last two games. Alexander-Arnold and Salah combined for a goal. It was disallowed by VAR. Salah hit the post and he was unlucky not to score. Credit to Sheffield United for taking the lead and putting up a fight. 13 shots against the champions, but we've seen it before. When Liverpool score, they get that boost of energy. There's always the potential for them to overpower any team. Ross Barkley, two points. Drop deeper and use his energy to help defensively. And that's not what I want to see for FBL. As Villa transitioned from defense to attack, he was behind the attacking play, leaving him with low percentage shots from distance. He was also at fault for the second goal, where he gave away possession cheaply. Then he let the player go right past him. The positives are that he still managed to create four chances. I can remember Konza heading one of his corners over the bar. And Barkley can also provide some cover against the popular Jack Grealish. James Rodriguez, two points. Calvert-Lewin, one point. Everton were completely outplayed by Southampton. It doesn't help when you have straight red cards in back-to-back -back games. Richarlison, Luka Ding are banned. Their absence could impact Everton's attack. Calvert-Lewin had zero shots, zero chances created. James Rodriguez was holding his hamstring with 10 minutes to go. And Everton had already made all their subs. So we need an update from Ben Dinnery. If Hamas is okay, it's going to help DCL. If not, DCL could be without Everton's best crossers of the ball. DCL and Hamas have high ownership with strong managers in the Elite 64. On a wild card, I'm willing to take a chance and try something new, but that doesn't mean it's the right decision for your team. Now for the good news. James Justin, 6 points. Clean sheet against Arsenal. Fofana was man of the match and he impressed me as a player, but Leicester faced strong attacking opponents in their next 3 games. I might prefer Justin with his forward runs, now that Jamie Vardy is back. Ricardo Pereira has a return date in December, still a long way out. 
You don't have to sell James Justin if you have other fires to put out in your team. Son 11 points scored the winning goal from a Harry Kane assist. He was my captain. It wasn't pretty, but Spurs got the job done against a determined Burnley side. These are the important wins that can make a difference at the end of the season, and you could see it with the way Kane and the players celebrated at the final whistle. Crucial three points that leave Spurs ahead of Chelsea, Arsenal, City, and United in the league table. Raul Jimenez, nine points. He scored more Premier League goals than any other player since the start of last season. The concern is Wolves haven't been creating enough solid chances to score. Jimenez is isolated for long spells. Adama Traore is still not starting, so I'm shifting my focus to more exciting teams. What's promising about Jimenez is that he can still deliver returns even when the team isn't firing on all cylinders. I'm keeping the door open to bring him back in one move if Wolves start clicking in the attack. And that's my theme for this wildcard, targeting individuals and teams who play with intensity and purpose. This was my team for game week 7, before the wildcard on the left, and here's my new wildcard team on the right. Chilwell and Dallas come in at the back for PVA and Justin. Ben Chilwell has created more chances than any other Chelsea player this season, and he's only played in 3 out of 6 games. Stuart Dallas has a higher expected goals ratio than Robertson and Aubameyang, and he ranks 2nd for defenders with the most tackles and interceptions combined. I'm dropping both Everton attackers while Dina and Richarlison are suspended, which is a huge risk. Rashford and Bamford, they're the replacements with less than 3% ownership in the Elite 64 League. Jimenez moves over to Ings, targeting the more exciting Saints attack. Lookman, he's an ultra-differential with less than 1% ownership overall. Fulham, they're dead last in the table. Their next game is against West Brom. Building from this draft makes the bench feel more complete with Kelman in place of a 3.9 million non-playing defender. Nearly every position on this team has alternatives in the future, flexibility. There are options in Chilwell's price range, like Saiz. Ings can switch back to Jimenez or DCL. Rashford can become James Rodriguez. If I have to, I don't mind setting my ego aside to do what's best for my team, even if it means bringing back players like Reese James and PVA. Now I'm keeping an eye on De Bruyne, Sterling, and Foden, but may wait until Aguero or Gabriel Jesus return from injury before considering Manchester City attackers. Brighton looked sharp in the first half, after the break, they were lucky that West Brom didn't take all three points. The standout play for Brighton is Lamptey with its energy and crosses. Mopey needs to start taking his chances. Now here are three wildcard tips. First is to use the wildcard when others aren't considering it, and there's lots of action in the transfer market involving players in your plan. In my case, it's Chilwell and Bamford. Another trick is to make early transfers without confirming the wildcard. This allows you to get in on key price changes with a negative four, negative eight hit initially, then later in the week, you can confirm the wildcard, which wipes out all the transfer hits. Since wildcards don't factor into price changes, waiting until the end of the week to confirm the wildcard also lets those transfers count towards the price changes. And third, this isn't a rule, but if you're set on using the wildcard, I like to start making transfers at the beginning of the game week to take full advantage of the price changes. I always try to sneak in a few players who could rise in price twice before the next deadline. Then I can decide whether to keep or sell them for a quick profit. It doesn't usually work, but I do it anyway. The most important thing to remember is to activate the wildcard before the deadline. To check that you've done it correctly, go to the Pick Team tab at the top, then on the bottom right, it should say Game Week Transfers 0. If you don't activate the wildcard properly, you might end up with a negative 32 point hit or worse. It's never happened to me, but knock on wood, hope it never happens. More than half my team is gone. I'll share the final wildcard on the Game Week 7 blog post. Keep in mind that I record these videos early in the week, usually on Tuesday, and I drop them on Wednesday. What you see on the videos is not my final decision. I make adjustments as new information comes in throughout the week. Before I forget, I've been giving our fixture difficulty cheat sheet a lower weighting when considering all the factors. 
having no fans in the stands is affecting home versus away form, and we need to make an adjustment. This was a difficult week with blanks for key players, so hang in there. It's a strange season without the fans, and it's okay if you're not doing so well. Your fantasy team is not a reflection of you. Let me know your thoughts on the players in the comments. We can get back up and running as a team. Thank you for all the likes, subscribes, all your positive comments. Now we should big green arrows game week seven. So that's going to be a wrap for today. Stay tuned for my next video. If you like my music, all my songs are free on the website. See the link in the description. U90 Mini League. Good at FPL? Join U90 Mini League for a chance to win. Be sure to follow at Upper90 Studios on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, where you get an inside scoop before YouTube. And if you're brand new to the channel, be sure to like and subscribe and turn on your post notifications because this season is going to be epic. Don't forget to subscribe to our email list and get your free fixture difficulty cheat sheet. Click the fantasy tab at upper90studios.com. Thanks for watching. See you soon.